welcome to Creative Block, where you host V. Uh, it's just me today. Gene is out and about doing more Q-bomb stuff. In case you guys have followed his news a little bit, he's been recording with Q-bomb. He just got his singles out, so he's just in the uh, in the deep uh, with that with the band. But I'm I'm here. I'm still around, and I interview people in creative industries about their life, work, and hobbies while we doodle jam. We asked people on Twitter if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as, as, well as some drawing prompts. And today with us, we have Guillaume Fiske. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Um, Guillaume, uh, we actually met in school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we both went to Goblin. And um, and then you left for the U.S. a little earlier than I did. Uh, mm. Worked at um, did an internship at Disney. Worked for Illumination MacGuff, and then uh, Illumination here. Mm -hmm. uh, you've you have like a ten plus year career in animation, and so let's hear a little bit about your journey and how you got your start. Uh, sure. You mean how, how I get my first job and how I... I think, you know, let's just kind of take it back to schools and kind of how you decided on a school. Like, um, mm, yeah. how, how did you pick your first school? And, you know, like, did you always know that you wanted to do, go into animation? Uh, so I, I knew pretty quickly I wanted to try animation even though i thought it was going to be something it was very foreign to me like it was more of a fantasy mm -hmm. as if uh i don't know you know if i could do it really because i the like the high school you know primary school uh middle school high school i did something very much more nice <laughs> i'll do i'll do my version of it but um um I yeah I came from a very traditional uh, I guess school process and so just doing art school for me was a little bit foreign foreign you know mm -hmm. um, and then when I was about to finish high school I um, I heard that one of my cousins did this um, CG school can I say it like that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, called Superfocum. And, uh, yeah. and I got in touch with him and he told me a bit about it. And so I tried, I tried the, the exam and I, I, I got it. But, um, wow. so that's how I got to do my first school. But, uh, to go back to that, sorry, the question about if I are, if I knew I wanted to do animation. Yeah. I mean, really quickly, I wanted to do that really quickly. I wanted to be mm -hmm. a comic book artist as a, uh -huh. as a, isn't that what we all want yeah, yeah. I, I still i still kind of want to do it i i it's uh it's hard for me to man this looks good it's hard for me to um, to it, it seems so hard to do comic book for me so i don't know how like i've i had this idea for a while and i never find the courage to really start officially but anyway uh, so I wanted to be a comic book artist, and then uh, I knew also quickly that it was going to be hard to make a living out of it anyways. And so yeah. it felt like animation was just, you know, best of both worlds. 
it's yeah. comic books moving. Uh, and I saw this uh, when I was 11, I think. I saw this documentary about people that, you know, French French people that used to do Gobelin that ended up at DreamWorks. And you see them, I think it was during uh, Prince of Egypt production. Yeah, 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 do you yeah. That? Did you see it too? I didn't see it, but I remember that, like, there was a big, um, basically with uh, Goblin, so Goblin, I guess, yeah. or I don't know how American people pronounce it, but um, yeah. it's, there was like a big wave of yeah. <laughs> DreamWorks coming and like hiring people mm -hmm. from Goblin, but for animation. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, was it, was it 2D or 3D? Because I remember there was like a big wave also hiring for 3d animation yeah that was so um, that was a bit later the 3d part that, that documentary mm -hmm. i'm talking about it was really still when 2d was a, it was big a big thing and it, dreamworks was not even at the campus they're at now they were i don't know where they were but it was a little bit different um mm. and uh yeah and so i, I saw this and I, in my in my mind i was like i'm gonna go there i'm gonna i remember a conversation with my older brother and i was like i'm, I'm just gonna Go at Goblin eventually, and I'm gonna go at DreamWorks. And, uh, nice. and I was 11, so since then, the, like my heart was like balancing between comic book and animation, and and, uh, and yeah. And so going back to what I was saying, I eventually entered that school. It used to be called Superfocum. Yeah, is it called uh, Rubica now? I think, I think it's... it's split it in two because there's a part in the the north of France and, and, and one in the south of France. And I did the south of France mm -hmm. one. Uh, and this one, I think, is called... It's it's another name. Uh, but yeah, Rubica is one of the names. Mm. Maybe mm -hmm. for the north one. I, I mean, I'm, I might... I don't know if I'm right in this, but yeah. It's not for sure called Spanfukam now. And then uh, after... And then I discovered the animation there, really. I really fell in love with animation and and even you know when you say animation you mean the actual animating part of animation right yeah just like the whole thing like how to to, to do a movie you know oh okay do yeah filmmaking like the... yeah yeah the process mm -hmm. of filmmaking but also being surrounded by artists like you that are driven by you know inspired by the same thing you are and wants to achieve mm -hmm. the same thing you want to achieve and, and which is the kind of conversation i never really had with anybody yet because it was just me drawing you know on my own yeah mm -hmm. and so that was super liberating and uh and i did a couple of short films there but in my heart i knew i still wanted to try Goblin. and so even before trying uh getting into program i tried Goblin when i was still in high school the exam mm -hmm. i didn't get it then while i was at Supernfocum, it was like a four-year for your curses curses mm -hmm. is that an english word curses? Yeah. yeah 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 like uh yeah curses mm -hmm. yeah uh and then um yeah so yeah i tried i tried uh, again when i was still at Superfocum and i failed again and finally i tried the last attempt because i i, I just got graduated from Superfocum, so i could work already uh, mm -hmm. we did a short film with two other friends and we had you know good feedbacks and I had opportunities to work already and but I really wanted to try Goblin and I got it this time yeah and I got it this time 
Ah, uh, that's right. How old were you? Because I remember at the time, mm -hmm. I think there still is an age limit. Like, the, wasn't the age limit like 25? I think the, I, I don't know if there's still an age limit, but I know it changed for sure. It's not 25 anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I had the conversation about that not too long ago, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they, they changed that. And, um, and, uh, I think I was, when I graduated from both school, I was 25. So I, I was 22. I was 22, I think, when I arrived at Gobelin. That was yeah, it's still pretty young. Yeah, I yeah. realized like because I, yeah, I did yeah, four yeah. years at Chapafukam and I and I got there at eighteen. So yeah, I was twenty-two. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Checks out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so and so and so yeah, and so I met you there, and uh, and then what was the original? Yeah, I remember yeah. in school your animations were like really really great like mm -hmm. I thought it's really funny because I thought you were gonna be an animator. Mm -hmm. Um. And I remember you already had like this like basketball short yeah. that you made yeah, yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, you yeah. No, you had like a really good uh, uh, eye for movement and animation. Yeah, I mean, I that's I was really drawn by always by drawing, you know. But mm -hmm. my primary focus was animation, and I wanted to be an animator. But I realized that what I was really excited about when when I think about animation is the acting part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like the so so I, yeah. I could spend so much time on one stupid acting, like like just just a few seconds, and I would love that. Mm -hmm. I would love that. I would just get lost and rewatch the process again. And when I had this just four frames are working, I was just like watching it again. And uh, uh, yeah, it's so that so I mean, I'll talk later about my experience as an animator uh, when I started being a professional. But um, mm -hmm. the Goblin was a bit different from Superfocan because it was more driven. Like it was, I, I was getting back to the drawing, really surrounded mm -hmm. by people that are just fucking good. Um, <laughs> and that was like a, our class was just like so crazy when you think about because it, it was like every, yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone was like really, really talented and uh, yeah, yeah, it was just like it was really crazy and, and passionate too. Like that, I guess. That's a little bit of a yeah. difference with the previous school I did because most of us entered right after high school and so there's a lot of immaturity, you know. People are just mm -hmm. excited to be in mm -hmm. art school and um, luckily, you know, a few of, in my, in my class, a uh, few of us were a little bit more mature and knew exactly what they wanted and so uh, I think that brought everybody towards the top in a way um, mm -hmm. because yeah, like people were serious about that. You know, it was not just people being in school and fucking around, and you know, everybody was super motivated. Yeah. But at Superfocus, it was—I don't know—it was it felt a little bit more mature. I felt like people knew exactly what they wanted. Uh, everybody was super talented. And mm. yeah, I think our class was also like a little bit on the older side. I feel like yeah, uh, we had a lot of people that were mm -hmm. kind of like yeah like 22 or 3 mm -hmm. uh i think it was only marion and i who were like like 19 18 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah true. so it was like yeah. it was like mostly people that were like closer to 25 that's true yeah. yeah yeah we had a really good i mean both for both schools i was lucky because everybody was getting getting along really well you know 
Um, mm -hmm. Like those classes are small, so we spend like three, four years together. So if there's any kind of drama, it's that sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I feel like overall, there's always little things here and there, but overall, I feel like there's a really good uh, atmosphere, very you know creative. And I don't know, like to me, even to this day, it's the best years of my life, creatively speaking. And and in a way, that's that's also what I'm kind of looking for like trying to find that same energy creative energy you know mm -hmm. that little craziness that we had so we everybody's is super dedicated to what they wanted to achieve but there's still a little bit of craziness you know mm -hmm. and people yeah. were like fooling around and it felt like so <clears throat> sorry very like so liberating um yeah and after school yeah. in my experience and that's what i've struggled the most with is you get into this little box and and you just part of I mean I, it's, of course everybody has a different experience but I've been part of big studios uh, mm -hmm. throughout those 10 years and so there's a little yeah it feels a little bit more I don't know everybody does their own thing on the little corner. I think that's interesting that you've been you've been in bigger studios because I feel we like we've interviewed a lot of uh guests that mm -hmm. um worked in TV. So I we're definitely gonna like talk about that a little bit more yeah. uh later in the episode because I think that's a, a really interesting mm -hmm. point of view. Mm -hmm. Um how like I remember do you feel like you're the short that you made in school uh who's afraid of mr greedy mm -hmm. like do you feel like that helped you in any way land a job do you feel like that was uh do you feel like it impacted your career in any way or do you feel like if you had made it or not it wouldn't have really made a big difference i say i asked that because mm -hmm. I remember being in school and everyone thinking like our short is our calling card sure, and yeah. if it's and if it's uh -huh. not good uh -huh. our life is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very good point. Uh I mean looking back what do you think? Yeah, yeah, and, and the the very important part, part point sorry about um this you know the studies we made and let's say call arts for instance is that we do a team project. Mm. Mm -hmm. So your work is like merged into a bunch of people's work. It's, it's to me, the best experience because you learn to work with people, which is what's going to happen most of the time when you're going to mm -hmm. end up working professionally. And I think it brings the, you're able to achieve something to another level. I think that unless, you know, I mean, some people are crazy by themselves and they can achieve crazy things. It's not my case personally. So I'm lucky that I was part of a team that pushed me. But, but I don't know what, if you do your own short, I think maybe there's a little, the impact is a little bit different and people are more likely, I don't know, uh, pay more attention to that short. I feel like for us, it's more like that's how I, I experienced it because, because I already came from that school. And I already did a short film. And actually, that short film that I did um, brought me... The basketball one yeah, that you did in yeah, America? From yeah, From the Hoop, it's called. Um, that one brought me some job opportunities. But really, it was like... Oh, very cool. Yeah, but it was... it was. I don't know if it's the short... The short itself brought me attention when we had the, the jury and, you know, a bunch of professional came and uh, we had this, you know... Um, 
this meet and greet with them and so they were they were going to talk to people you know if they like their short or not and that's i think the bigger the big point about those two schools that i did like goblin and Smartocom, is that we have access to this big big network of professionals and recruiters and that's honestly that's how i started my career is through them oh interesting very cool yeah that's that's really interesting to hear because mm -hmm. i feel like uh same kind of goes with CalArts from what I kind of heard about the school mm -hmm. is like these kind of schools have this kind of aura mostly because you are in touch with these professionals so they kind of help mm -hmm. uh bridge the gap between mm -hmm. uh being in school and finding your first gig mm -hmm. um so that's yeah that's really interesting were you doing freelance at all while you were attending Goblin? Well I was didn't know because I, I really you mean while I was at Goblin during the yeah while um, you were a student were you doing freelance or? not at all I mean I I before going to Goblin I I did this internship with this studio small studio in Paris called um, Digital Banana so Digital Banana <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, and I would work for him here and there but it was more like helps it was not officially freelance. Um, oh i see yeah you're just like giving him a hand yeah here and there and and uh and yeah and that, that was my only real experience as a professional and and, mm. and um but yeah no not no like no real freelance mm. um but yeah i mean so uh, and how did you when did you so you got the internship with disney feature mm -hmm. uh was that in the second year of school? Uh, it, when did that happen? Yeah, yeah, it was in the so yeah. Back then it was three years, and it was mm -hmm. it was in the second year of school. Yeah, they came to our school. They looked at a few portfolios, and then they picked three people. Or Disney picked two, mm -hmm. and Sony Pictures picked one. And it was we were super lucky because it was a time where there's this whole thing with the U.S. embassy. They wanted to create this. Uh, this bridge, this artistic bridge between France and the U.S., and so they gave us like a grant. Mm. If the idea was like, if a studio, an American studio, is interested in getting um, French students, then they would help us financially getting into the U.S. and you know, uh, uh, the, yeah, they would help us uh, trying to find a place to stay and you know, all those things. So we had, we were the first to be part of this. Uh, and uh, I think they tried that for a few years after, and then it kind of died. But yeah. Oh, they're not doing it anymore I, now. I, oh, I mean, wow. I don't, I don't. They might. I actually, I don't know. They might, but uh, but yeah. But what I know for sure is that we were the first ones. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, I got picked by Disney along with uh, Maxime Marie and uh, Julien Rossier was picked at Sony. And so, mm -hmm. two great friends, so it was even better. And so, we ended up going at, uh, uh, yeah, at uh, LA together. And, and actually, after, <laughs> that was like a two months internship. And, after, and the internship itself was great. We loved it. Uh, we loved the experience of, of you know, we, we just loved our, our experience overall. But I remember when we came back to Paris, we're like, yeah, I don't think we're going to come back to LA. Like, LA, oh, yeah? not so much. Yeah, the experience of working, Awesome. LA, not so much. Yeah. Nah. And, uh, <laughs> it would, do you mean that because of the city? You're, you were just like not really in love with the city? Yeah, it was just so different from, from Paris, you know, from everything yeah. I've known. And 
you know, driving everywhere. And, and at the time, what, what I love to do and what we love to do is just like getting into coffee places and draw people. And it's much harder to do that in LA because yeah, yeah, you know, it's mostly cars that yeah. passes, not people. And so unless, <laughs> I mean, of course, unless you know the good spots and, yeah. but yeah, it's just a whole different vibe. Um, now, you know, that being said, I'm here and I love LA and I don't want to leave LA now. <laughs> so <Yeah>. anything's possible. <clears throat> but back then I was like, mm, maybe I'm good. Um, but to, to go back to your previous question about if if the, um, the short film got me a job or not, uh, I personally don't think so. I think it's it's all the, the showreel that I put in place, the combination of the you know all the work I did at Superfocus and Goblin and put that together, the portfolio is I think it's a, it's a, it's everything, and um, mm. and so that's how I got my first job I think they show my they saw my showreel, and they knew I was from Goblin which is always a good you know thing, it's it's usually yeah. usually a safe bet when you're from Goblin <laughs> because yeah. because and I'm not saying this to brag or anything but the the school has a good reputation so. They know it's like the students are serious and are really dedicated, and, and so they looked at my showreel and they, and they really liked the, the acting part and stuff. And so they hired me um, on the Lorax. So this is the illumination my girlfriend talking about. Oh my gosh, I have a question to ask you that is completely unrelated yeah, yeah, to yeah. the. <laughs> that is slightly related, but did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that the Wanseler got a huge fandom on Tumblr? Yeah, the huge what? Fandom? Did fandom? you like a huge fandom like on Tumblr? Really? People? Yeah, yeah. You did it. Did you did you animate on the character of the Wanseler? No, I did. I did not. No. No. Yeah. No. Okay, that's so funny because I only found out. I only found out like a couple of years ago. Huh. Actually, uh, for people who have listened to Creative Block for a while, if you're uh curious at all the, the reason why i became aware of the one seller was because our guest nicole rodriguez mm. uh who's an amazing artist uh for her episode the, we got the prompt of drawing the one seller and everyone was just like yeah. losing their minds like no don't do this it's so cringe and i was like how are so many people aware of this yeah. and then i i asked around and he 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 was like extremely popular mm -hmm. with teen girls in America. Yeah, it's so weird. But the, the one, so the one slur. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's the main character. It's from like, the Lorax, yeah, yeah. from the Illumination movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, I did, so no, actually, funny. I did, I did, I did animate him a little bit. Uh, you did yeah, animate yeah. him a little bit. That's so funny. Yeah. Wow, that's your claim to fame. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I did. That's so funny. Yeah, I did do that, but. Yeah, I had like a couple of shots with him. But I, I I was doing mostly background characters. But that's so random what you think. I know, it's, it's so, so crazy. Random. I had no I had no idea. It's it was huge on DeviantArt and Tumblr. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. Well, I need to draw him. Okay, I'm gonna draw him next on this. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that's that's <laughs> what I'm drawing right now is just the 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 version of Eric Guillaume. Like the way you would draw the minions, and that's how I learned how to draw the minions because is he um he's the creator of the minions? 
I mean, he's the he's yeah, the he's the creator of the minions. Designer, so would you say designer, yeah? Yeah, he he created the concept art for them for the very first time. Would you say he's like? Would you say he's like the production designer? How would you describe his role? I mean, right now he's the... everything. He's a he was just a concept artist. Then he became when he started. When, when he started, yeah. then he became like the main one, the main concept artist. Um, mm. Then eventually he became. I'm sure he became some like production designer at some point. Then co-director. Okay. Just, okay. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he became. I mean, he's. I don't know how to sum it up, but he's he's behind all the designs of this the franchise. Mm. Even the Rex, mm -hmm. he, he designed the Wensler. He designed. He designed the Wensler. Yeah. His claim to fame. Yeah, yeah. Well, he designed <laughs> the minions too. I think it's yeah. But he's he's um. <laughs> I know it's, it's, minions are way more popular. Yeah. Um. But it's always a yeah, it's it's a complicated subject to, to when you talk about who created the minions, and that's why I yeah. emphasize is the designer of the minions because it was a team of people. You know, there's the guy who came up with the idea of having minions yeah. in the first place, and and there's like a concept. How messy is that? Do you do you, do you, okay? You don't have to answer this if you don't feel comfortable. But was there any drama around the minions because they're so big now? I don't honestly. I I don't know. Okay. I was not part of the early conversation of this. I was not really part of any conversation. I I joined Illumination on Sing originally. And okay. Mm -hmm. To work with uh, Eric. Eric was a production designer on Sing. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, so Eric, the designer, and then, and then mm -hmm. I followed him on the Speakable Me Three, and then on Minions. But it was already so established, you know, that yeah. I, sorry, I um, yeah, I don't know. We talked a little bit about it, but it was pretty discreet, so I can't really say. I don't have any juicy, yeah, juicy stuff. Yeah. That was my uh, TMZ moment. Yeah. I was like, tell me the drama. <laughs> no drama there. Um, uh, you do everything. You do all the... All the... I can't. I can't do it anymore. You did it. Do you have any Do you have any <laughs> reference when you do this? Or are you just like, you know what? I, no, I do. Like, okay, um, for anyone who's been like listening to Creative Block for a while, like in the original episodes... My computer was so shit that I couldn't have anything else open but the <laughs> Google Jamboard. But now I have a brand new computer. It's amazing. And I do have, I pulled up a reference for the uh, FL Tower and for the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Groomy oh. Man because I was like, I don't know the proportions. Yeah. <laughs> but for the for the Finn, Finn and Minion, that one I was like, I know Finn. Like I've seen him a million times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now that makes me feel a tiny bit better because I was like, wow, how did she? Yeah. If anyone's listening to the episode on iTunes or Spotify or any of the audio only, uh, you can check out the episode on YouTube. Uh, that's where you can see all the drawings and then all the reactions of Guillaume to my drawings will make more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that's really that's really funny. I so you were animating on the Lorax, mm -hmm. and uh, how long were you animating at MagGuff? So 
anyone who's listening, uh, French people call Illumination Illumination MacGuff because this is because MacGuff is the studio in France. So if you're working on an Illumination property in Paris, you're going to be working at Illumination MacGuff. But if you're working for Illumination in LA, it's just going to be Illumination uh because mm-hmm. illumination is the parent company mm-hmm. is, that's right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 and i worked for both and... so i worked at i started at illumination Megaf, and then after a journey i i ended up coming back there but as a designer and so i did this a little bit from paris and mostly from la mm. to work with uh Eric. how long how long were you working at illumination MacGuff? before you made the move to LA to yeah. Illumination. So, uh, and it's interesting because I think it's going to, we're I'm also going to come back to that idea of, you know, I wanted to be an animator and and yourself, you said, yeah, I always saw you as an animator. And me too, yeah. me too. And I started working at uh, Illumination MacGuff after seven years of studying all parts of, you know, the filmmaking process, at least in animation. And uh, I knew I wanted to be an animator. And I had this, I, I think, great showreel. I'm not, if you look at it now, it's not impressive, but it's, I think it's, it, it, you know, it does the job and, and it convinces people to hire me. <laughs> and, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I said, when I look at it, they said, like, because I don't animate anymore. And so when I look at it, I'm like, wow, I did this. I mean, it was fun. Um, anyway, and so I ended up going there to be an animator on the rocks, a background character. And uh, and I was not good at it. I was just not good at it at all. Because really, yeah, because I was. Is it? Hmm? I was going to ask. Is it because of the schedules? Because of how fast you needed to be? Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I really started acting almost more than animation. It, like in my at least what like I said what what, what I was really drawn to, but it was. We had to push the acting a little bit, and, and and my acting's are not like super impressive, especially if you look at students' work now. But still, I was like really meticulous about every little frame that I was doing, and I was just and you can't do that when you start working, especially as a background character. It's all especially in CG. It's all about playing with curves, and at least that was my experience yeah. of it. And and so uh, some people are very comfortable with it, and they already know the fact that. At Gobelin, we studied mostly 2D animation. I think yes. put me also not in a great spot to be, you know, suddenly performing CG animator at that level. Mm. Uh, not to find excuses at all, but I was I was miserable. I was miserable. I was not good, and the and the the idea of like studying for seven years and being not good at it was very hard to swallow. <laughs> and yeah. so yeah. I spent three months there and. And I knew they were not going to keep me. I remember having a meeting with, you know, each animator, each new animators mostly had like meetings with producers and they're talking about us and you know, they, they were not telling how we were doing, but I just like what we were we looking for. And, and I knew I was not going to, they were not going to keep me. And I think I had mm. this like survival instinct to <laughs> reach out to Disney again. Oh, interesting. Yeah. During, during my time at, at uh, McGuff, I was just like, you know what, fuck this. I'm just gonna. I know LA is not my thing, but I liked, <clears throat> I like being at Disney, and there's something crazy and adventurous about that, and and that that's what I need right now. I feel stuck in this office, and I'm not happy, and 
I'm not good at it and they're going to fire me and that's a horrible way to start my career. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so anyway, so I applied there and, and very fast I got an answer from, uh, Matt Roberts, who's one of the recruiter there. And I really, really got along when I was, when I did my internship. I think honestly, I might be wrong, and if he listens to this, he might be like, "What?" <laughs> but I think he's gonna be. Does Guillaume be so full of himself? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, but I think part of it is like they were happy with my work, but but I think we got along too. You know, it was fun to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that helped. Um, but I don't know what was the recruiting process. I like to think that. I like to think that they liked me as a person. <laughs> Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, so I got a, I got a, an answer from, from them and from Matt and they're like, yeah, actually we're, we're, we want to get you back for the tra- training this time. So not an internship, but a training. So six months training. I know that's changed as well. So I don't know how it looks like now, but back then it was, you do three months. Uh, and if they're happy with you, you do three more months. And if they're happy with you, they hire you. And so I just went yeah. there as a visitor artist, totally shifting gears. Uh, I really didn't care. I just wanted to get out of my miserable place. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, they like me for sure. I, I'm just going to go with that. Uh, and, uh, but I was, I really did that as like, I just needed to, 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 to dream a little bit. You know, I was like, I was really, really unhappy. I felt stuck. And I really need that moment of like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to try that. What if that happens? That would be amazing. And when it happened, I freaked out. Oh, you did wolf. You did wolf now. Ah, I'm going to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. after you do it, I'm going to do my version of wolf, if I remember it correctly. Way less hot. But Yeah, but I love the way you draw. The I mean, I love the way you draw, period. Oh. But also, I love the way you drew this, these characters. Like, you, your your style is so fun. It's really cartoony. Thank you. I, love, I mean, That's true. how are you doing right now? Um... I always love your style at, at, at Goblin, by the way. I told you that. Remember that? Oh, this is the episode where we're like, yeah. ooh, no, I, I love what you're I, doing. I told, no, I don't. Yeah, I told you that. Back at Goblin, I remember like your style was very, very, um, it standed out for me because it was very illustrative, you know, and very Yeah, naive. I think that was a little, yeah, that was a little tricky because at the time, I don't know. I feel like my style was just like too out there. Um, I yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I look back at my old drawings and I'm like, oh, those were like a lot more fun than the way I draw now, I guess. Or I don't know. Oh, really? mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it was, it was yeah. especially me at the time, much more than now, by the time I was really driven by, you know, Pixar and Disney and, you know, very more traditional uh, American cartoons. Yeah. Like, like this mainstream, you know, big pictures. Because that's why that was my dream. I wanted to get there eventually. I thought I was going to get there when I was going to be 45, 50. <laughs> um, anyway, and so like your style was very fresh and, and uh, I don't know. I just like, I just remember being inspired by really Um Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, so, 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 yeah, so I applied there and, uh, and they said, yeah, I mean, it was like September and like, are you, can you make it for November? I was like, what? And my first reaction was, actually, can can we do the next session? I'm not ready. Like in my... Oh, yeah, I was, that is, yeah, yeah. That's so you. Yeah. You're like, no, I can't. Exactly. Like, it's funny too, because you're like, because 
Disney is kind of notorious for being being very slow in their hiring process. Mm -hmm. Like usually it's not uncommon for Disney to get back to artists like a month later yeah. or like yeah. like even a couple months later. So it's kind of interesting for you. Yeah. You just got yeah. a reply so fast. It must have meant that I they mean, really like in, in my mind it was fast, but I, maybe I did apply way before and they took forever. I can't remember exactly. But uh Yeah. But anyway, but yeah. when they did answer, at least they were like, "Yeah, it's for the next two months." I'm like, <gasps> and I was actually kind of sad when I say back to her because I knew it was going to be for a few months. I was I was living with my sister back then, you know, and it was so hard. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it was heartbreaking to to let her by herself, and uh, it was it was sad. I was sad to leave, and but then I was so excited to get out of this life that I was uh, at the time I was lost, and and it was so. I'm often lost, by the way. That, that's I don't know how much we can we're going to talk about my career, but it's it's. I realized after I'm like I guess I'm like that. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, yeah. But anyways, I I moved there quickly and it was so liberating to to I had my own car. I was at Disney. Everything was taken care of. You know, for, and I stayed. I did the six months, and for six months it was just like a dream, you know, um, with a bunch of People like me just finishing school and being extremely talented and and we're about the same age and we want to go out together and you know there's like something it was an extension of school you yeah know? and it was it was super fun and this city like I kind of knew and I rediscovered and you know you know in a different angle and anyway um and I ended up staying like a full year and I worked on crazy project so as a visitor artist this time they took me as a visitor artist I had a great mentor Scott Watanabe uh, they put me on fire. how did they make the decision to have you as a visitor artist when you went there for the internship were you there as an a visitor artist as well yeah 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 they hired me as a visitor artist interesting so you mm -hmm. kind of like had planted that seed like even though you were animating all mm -hmm. this time in between yeah, yeah. for them you were Artist. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's funny because Visa Artist was actually, in my, in my mind, I think, when I think about it, it was going to be the even better job in the anime. I think deep down, that's what I wanted, but it felt too, like, not possible, basically. Mm -hmm. Just not possible. Like, I, I, I was being inspired by artists that are just way too good, you know, too, too good at what they do. Like, their yeah. paintings are amazing. Their sense of design is amazing. The way they draw is way the character turns is perfect and, and i was like you need like 20 years of drawing skills before being able to do that so i was like i'm just gonna put everything on animation itself like being an animator be great at that and that's gonna be awesome um even though i was still like the acting thing was still and still today actually i missed that part and uh and i want to try theater now because i just a, <laughs> just as a little outlet just for that because i miss that studying acting and you know yeah, uh, yeah. reading like have you ever considered going into storyboards i feel like you would be good no, at storyboards well yeah first of all and it's just it's a different <laughs> part of your brain like you're much more uh i i like spending time on my drawings i'm 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 yeah, a slow yeah, slow yeah. artist you know i mean i like details i like um and story artists are like so good at what they do they draw really well but also they're just so fast 
And I, I yeah. can't, I can't do, I can't go like that. I have to redraw and redraw and redraw, and I, I, would, I would, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, yeah, your process is a lot more. What's the word like? Uh, laborious in a sense for a single drawing. Like for storyboard artists, it's not so much about yeah. the final drawing. Yeah, look at that. Like, yeah, yeah. If we look at the board, you did five drawings already, and I did one that is not even my drawing. And like before <laughs> diving into a drawing, I, I need this like this doubts I have to chase. I need to get in a good spot, in a good place. I mean, it's not, you know, I'm character turning a little bit, but there's like this this train I'm catching, and then I'm, I'm on the row, and then I get there, and then. But it's like there's something. Yeah, like, yeah I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I have to. You're waiting for inspiration. Mm -hmm. You need, yeah. yeah. You need the conditions to the conditions to be mm -hmm. just right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, I was the artist uh, as, an, as an intern, and I realized, you know, I, I had stuff to say about, you know, when I was drawing, I had something. Um, I could push a little bit. Um, and looking back at it now, after 10 years, to me, it's important that you find your voice. It's not just about trying to mimic what the best are doing or trying to, you know, survive at that job. And you have to mm. draw like this because that's the studio you're looking for, you know. I, I found that, um, and it's personal thought, but I'm better at my job when I really find a sense of, identity in it like when, when I feel like I don't know there's there's uh not that it's personal yeah. or anything but when when I what I'm really thinking about is like what how do I really see this character like really what when I let go and I'm just trying to draw uh, something mm. that is fun for me first so I started to and you know like when I did short films at school it felt like that but it's much more liberating you don't feel that much pressure at school uh, it's just a different kind of pressure. When you're at work, you're like, okay, okay, this is what I have to do now. This is how things are done. This is, you know. um, yeah. And so, do you feel like, um, mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned something interesting. You mentioned about like, oh, you don't have to draw exactly like the studio style or like people that are famous. Do you feel like you spent a lot of time, uh, copying or like learning from other artists as a, as a student or like early in your career and mm -hmm. How do you feel like this has changed now for you? Mm, I have different phases, I think. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see how to answer this because, like, when I was at school, I, I didn't have artists that I was inspired by. And, and not that I was copying exactly, but I was, you know, I had references that were, yeah. you know, I could watch for hours and then I would just draw my thing and there was different things like that. But I think there's always a little bit of me in it, um, yeah. which always followed me throughout my whole life and career. When I was a kid, like, yeah, I was straight up copy stuff from comic books I loved. And that's how I learned how to draw hands. That's how I learned how to draw some specific positions, you know, some uh, posings and stuff. Uh, that's how I started trying. I think that's great <clears throat> to hear because I feel like that's something I feel like maybe I see this less now, yeah. but I remember when I was on the internet, it was kind of more like the beginning of the internet. Yeah. But I remember um, uh -huh. just people kind of really looking down on like copying in Orphan art. And yeah. I feel like that kind of played 
against me in the sense that I didn't allow myself to copy or anything. Right. And I feel like, I don't know, this is just like a little yeah, I mean, thing that I like to say. It's like, I feel like I kind of like lost some time by not doing that because I feel like you can learn so much mm -hmm. by like, um, it was, you know, looking at other people's art. It was, I mean, at least when I really want to start drawing, it was so different because it was not about posting anything on the social uh true yeah uh, you know social media, social media. Mm -hmm. uh so it was just me and like just like sketching and sketching and sketching and books and books and sketching i didn't have an audience or i was not looking for an audience or which i'm not necessarily now but oh for a little bit always but if i'm being really honest but uh back then <laughs> it was just me trying to you know there's no it's kind of interesting to think about it it was just me trying to be the best at it and and yeah. it was just me you know it was between me and me mm -hmm. and maybe I mean, there's some competition with like a friend at school or, or even my family. I wanted to impress them. Definitely, there's a bit of that, but it was really, I didn't care about copying at all. You know, mm -hmm. there's no judgment, zero judgment. Um, and I knew that if I kept drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing, I would just get better at it. That's it. And, mm -hmm. and when I entered Super Focus, actually, after I, I draw my, you know, my whole life was only here, but it, I would draw, you know, during school, during classes, and I would have, you know, a little drama mm. because of that with the teachers. <laughs> um, and but when I started Super Fukram, I really lashed it. I was like drawing like crazy, and I would do, I was looking looking up you know Disney movies and Pixar and like I want to go there. I'm just gonna draw, 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 draw. Um, and it's not. I actually want to get back. I got a bit more back into that recently, but. For years, I kind of lost touch with that. It was just about work and, and mm. yeah. But I'm trying to remember. It's hard finding that sweet spot, you know. Like mm -hmm. since we're talking about that, uh, let's. Uh, we like to ask our guests a question about like, mm -hmm. have you? Do you experience creative luck? What does it feel like for you? And how do you deal with it? Because um, there's a little bit of that in what you're saying yeah. in terms of like you know like. How do you find that joy again? How do you yeah, kind of? I mean, that's, that's the very important part is that if I can, you know, share that I've learned uh, after ten years is you're gonna go through moments where you hate what you're doing and you're not inspired anymore and you don't even know why you're doing this job. And I've been through that, and once, and you know, sometimes I still, still to this day, I, I go through that, but. Part of it is because I think I was, and it's also part of my personality, you know, like I was trying to adapt a lot to the people I was working with, to the studio I was working for, to the project I'm on. And so I've learned that, which is what I was saying earlier, is I have to think about how I can make it fun for me first. And some people are good at yeah. adapting themselves and they're okay to see that as a job and they're more t technical artists. Are not necessarily they can be just great artists too, but they they understand the contract and they accept that. I try to do that. I'm just miserable if I if I don't have a little bit of fun because we spend a lot of time in our head coming up with creative solutions and there's an emotional you know part of what we do and and for me I I have to have fun you know it has to be fun for me and and yeah. so. So when so I do of course the counter creative block all the time, but now I know a little bit of the tricks that work for me and and 
And the main trick is that is, okay, how can I make this fun for me? So I always go back to an artist that I love, to, you know, an artist that can be an illustrator or photographer or director. Uh, I, I, I feel like the more also I, I work in animation, the less I'm necessarily going to look at work that has been done in animation. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because because I'm lucky. I worked at Disney. I worked with people like Shun Kim that at some point I thought that's what I was supposed to do and I love what he was doing. So I just trying to do what he was doing. Um, and I, and I kind of lost myself a little bit. And actually the studio, when I, when I was doing that, the studio eventually told me like, stop, stop doing that. Just go back to what you were doing when you entered here. That's why we, we, we want you to do. And, uh, that's actually really nice that they were able to point that out, that they were yeah, able, true, able true. To, yeah. to tell you, like, we don't want you to be a copy of somebody mm -hmm. else. We want you to be you. That's that's really that's really nice. Yeah, definitely. That's really yeah, yeah. sweet, actually. I, yeah, I agree. But it, then going back to that, you're like, okay, what what does make me me? What does that mean? What the... you're like, you don't you don't really know. I'm I'm, I'm an overthinker, you know. Like, I have a lot of doubts all the time. Yeah. And so <laughs> I know yeah. that. <laughs> and so uh, I uh, yeah, I struggle to find my voice in a way to at least feel comfortable with it and just not overthink everything. Uh, and honestly, it's been recent, like like really the last couple of years where I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to explore when I draw something and I'm going to stick to that as much as possible. And, and it's because I went through all this experience and because I realized when I, you know, this artist inspired me more and, and I'm less mm -hmm. drawn by the technical aspect. I'm really drawn by an idea as simple as an idea can be. I like when it's, I don't know, there's like uh when yeah. you're when when you talk about being inspired by um, art that is outside of animation, mm -hmm. do you still look at um, artists that are um, that are mm -hmm. uh, like drawers, I guess, or like you know that are that are illustrators, or all, do you also look to other art forms like? Um, architecture or photography or you know things that are outside of the drawing or painting aspect of uh, art yeah sometimes i mean I, I i do sometimes i think mostly it depends on the what i have to do you know because okay. I, I, mm -hmm. I i do a bit of everything i, I do characters i do backgrounds I do just color stuff um so whatever i have to tackle um will have an impact on where I'm trying to kind of where I'm gonna look at. But usually usually I, I, I need always need to there's like this handful of artists I really love and and usually just looking at their work. And it's it's uh, I can I can name them. I mean definitely Eric Guillon is part of I love the way just he thinks. You look at his work, it's not impressive technically at all. And actually it looked like well that's easily achieved. I mean, you know when you work with him, it's it's a whole different thing. It's really really hard to, to I don't know. He's, he's genius, uh, so productive. Every single of his drawing has a little story behind. It's not about impress like he's not trying to impress anybody visually. Really, it's just he's telling a story, which is impressive actually in itself. But um, mm. I don't think I can draw a wolf anymore. I don't know. Let's see. I think you can. That looks great. I do you in the 
in the bad guys mm -hmm. movie i remember there was a moment when they like dropped the books on screen oh, yeah. are those your drawings yeah, yeah. yeah those are so good they're only on screen for for like half a second uh, but i was like i know who drew uh, these <laughs> man that was hard to do and that was my last assignment i i left the project um before the end of it mm -hmm. but but it was just a personal choice but still an amazing project um and that was yeah the last thing i did on it it was it was fun to try all those different style i was uh yeah not always comfortable yeah with all of it but it looks so good dude <laughs> um i was gonna go to a twitter question that's kind of similar to um mm -hmm. what i was asking you with like the art inspiration mm -hmm. so from our um listener at spooky underscore cat Mm -hmm. what's your biggest inspiration that is an art slash media uh slash media so if yeah about... it can be just like mm -hmm. it can be like books it can be like anything or like it could be even like a nice walk in right, <laughs> in right, the right. park or something yeah. anything that's like inspires you the most i mean yeah okay yeah there's books so okay uh, part of my journey is that i had to go through <laughs> Uh, I had to go through chronic pain at some points. Like I was really struggling with that, and it was mm -hmm. it was hard um, for many years. And so I, I I've got into you know studying a little bit, studying at least read a little bit about like the mind body, you know, uh, mm -hmm. symptoms and stuff like that, and how the brain works. And so I, I like to sometimes dive into that. Still, I'm not going through chronic pain anymore uh, mm. because of it's a whole other conversation, but uh, I had, you know, I surrounded myself by with the right people and helped me. Luckily, it was just mind-body syndrome. It, it was still very painful and uh, hard to go through, but I realized that how your brain can really trick you and crazy things. And so, just that idea is is uh, important for me. So, I guess it's more like because we have to deal with a lot of doubts daily when we do this job and. Sometimes I get lost mm -hmm. in them, and so just reading something about, like, more inspired, you know, inspirational about how you can, you know, manage your own thoughts and stuff like that. That's just helped me in general. So I guess there's that. I don't know if that's inspiring, inspiring, but uh, no, I think this is a great answer. Yeah. I think uh, it's also really interesting to hear that you were dealing with chronic pain for a very long time, mm -hmm. and it was while you were still every day working your job i think yeah. uh this is something that we even haven't talked about on the podcast and it's really great also to hear that you were able to kind of look at your life and mm -hmm. think about your quality of life and not just the the career part of your life yeah, because yeah. i think this is this is something that everybody goes through mm -hmm. like this is such a this is a career that is so easy to get lost in mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that it's very easy to um, not have a good work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think I think it is important. And the more you know, you grow old, <laughs> the more you meet people that have like you know, there's the root canal kind of issue, there's back issues. Everybody's been through some different stuff, and but some of them are really just emotional and. And just that aspect to me, which I was not a firm believer, especially when you are really in pain, you're like, nah, I'm not that kind of guy. There's really something yeah. physical. Just uh, <laughs> just fix it, you know? You get mad at the doctors yeah. and you're like, no, not me. Um, 
It's also funny because I feel like in France, there's like this big thing where it's like, no, psychology does not yeah, exist. Yeah. Every, you yeah. know, like, Which is, I think, like our minds do not play tricks. Yeah, I think it's evolving <laughs> everywhere, you know. I, I think it's evolving a little yeah. bit. I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is me just like kind of, I'm going on a big tangent, mm. but I feel like in the US, there's a lot more literature. Oh, on yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mental health yeah. and like people are better versed mm -hmm. in mental health. Mm -hmm. It's it's yeah. true. Uh, I think I mean I was able to overcome it because I was here. I think at first oh, at first I was scared of it because the, you know the doctors are much more expensive. Um, yeah, much more expensive here than they are in France, and yeah. that was part of my fear. I'm like I don't want to lose all my money on doctors, and, um, mm -hmm. and so yeah. But it turns out I think it's because they how old are they? Uh, it's because they such an advanced conversation about, you know, mind-body issues and mental health that I think I was able to, to yeah, to cure. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a great answer, like feeling inspired by struggle, mm -hmm. because I think at the end of the day, all stories are about conflict and or struggle, mm -hmm. and I don't think you can write interesting stories or create meaningful art if you're not uh -huh. going through some kind of a struggle in your life so yeah. I, I think so yeah i don't encourage people to go through a struggle it's just a reminder <laughs> that it is a fact when a lot of people are it's not just you yeah and and it's okay you know it's totally okay mm -hmm. you're gonna overcome um it's totally okay and it can actually be a good thing for me it turned out to be a good thing because not that I want to, you know, enter in this conversation, this cheesy conversation. I was like, uh, I was a uh, blessing in disguise. I'm so grateful I went through this chronic pain. No, fuck it. You know, I don't want to go through that again. I wish I, yeah. I learned things in a different way. Uh, this is how I learn things. And I needed to learn mm. these things. And I'm still, I still need to learn a bunch of stuff. Um, but it's part of my journey. Uh, but I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to say like, it's okay, and and you, yeah, you have to be patient, and just remember you're not alone in this. You know? um, mm. But I mean, yeah, that's why I can really feel about that. But but that's sometimes, yeah. I I I if I have to look for stuff outside of work, I would go there. Um, I I like also, it is it is media related, but I I need to see stupid like stupid fucking funny videos with you know comedians i love yeah not not just to get out of you know these doubts or anything it's just like those things can inspire me the way these few artists mostly french that i love and uh it's just liberating to me and it makes yeah. it, what they do is very it feels at least very liberated the way they, they shoot themselves and <clears throat> and i'm like yeah that's the kind of artist i want to be i have a different way of, of expressing myself but I want to be mm -hmm. somebody who just, you know, go with his flow and, uh, yeah, as as his voice and it's okay if it's a goofy, a stupid one. Um, I agree. So, I think that's great. Yeah, I'm not trying to be serious or change the world with my work and uh, yeah. trying to impress <laughs> anybody really. I'm just trying to be as truthful to myself, uh, and and share that with people, you know. But I'm not trying to 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a yeah, I love that. I think it's true. It's like I think I think it's the hardest part about working in the business is like mm -hmm. you do have to put a bit of yourself in what you do mm -hmm. and and there is like a vulnerable aspect of the job which is um tricky because yeah. you know, because you have to put a bit of your soul and a bit of your vulnerability in the work you do, mm -hmm. but it's still a corporate job so yeah. they can just kind of like throw it away at it <laughs> yeah and they, i mean and, and it's part of the it's part of the deal too you know when you work for these big studios um right you you know that what they expect when you work on a mainstream project what they expect is to to i don't know if please is the right word but they want their the bigger audience they can so yeah it's always going to be cute it's always going to be Charming, it's always going to be. And I'm talking about those movies. I, I worked on Frozen. I worked on the Minion franchise. I worked on. Yeah. That's right. I forgot you worked on Frozen. Yeah, That's that was really... my first project. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. hired at Disney to work on Frozen. Like, I, well, no, I was. I did some characters when I was uh, uh, in training still. I don't know. And I think I started working on that when, I, when they officially hired me. I worked on Moana too. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I, I didn't stay. I, I ended up staying a year, so I didn't work on too many projects. Uh, and I didn't do. Yeah, it. but those are like the big names. The like Frozen yeah, yeah. Moana. Those are like some of the big ones. Wow. Yeah, I forgot you worked on those. Those are awesome. Too. Yeah, no, it was it was surreal. Some of the yeah experience I had, and it was really the beginning of my career, really. You know. Yeah, so that's like, like that's the craziest. You, part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, so really, so luckily, really quickly, I've learned that idea of like, well, you, well, you. There's so many voices when you do a design, especially a Disney year. There's so many things involved in play. And so what you should focusing on is how, if they hire you is because they love your job and you should just focus on that and be as truthful as you can and accept that mm. if it comes to a point where you just have to bend yourself and your art too much, then it's not for you and you have to find another place. And yeah. It was hard for me to understand that. I was just like, oh, I need to... I don't want to feel rejected by you. Um, so I was trying to adapt as much as I could to anybody I was looking for. But I did learn a lot. And I think at the end, my style right now is a mix of all these experiences. And I don't regret any of it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, and I'm still, you know, trying to figure it out. But um, I know more, I'm more confident about what I like. And that's so funny that you talk about that because we have a question from one of our patrons. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're a patron of the show, you get access to a Discord and you can ask questions mm -hmm. uh, on the Discord early. Uh, so from user at Pretty Pants, uh, <laughs> at what time did you start to be able to draw confidently for any project? That's a loaded question for you. Wow, yeah. What do you find? Well, I think we kind of went over that. Like, what do you find helps generate ideas when you have non? Um, actually, I think we kind of went over that. But the first mm -hmm. one I think I like about are you are you able to draw confidently for projects now? Yeah, it's a great question because actually, honestly, I think it, so. Right now, I'm working on this new project with Warner, and uh, and I'm lucky because I'm trying a new role as an art director. And so mm -hmm. I don't I don't spend as much time on my you know, drawing and stuff, but I you know I help this team, uh, and and I was lucky because it's my voice that we're listening to visually, 
which is new to me. Yeah, I'm so excited. Can we say what uh, movie yeah, you're yeah, on? Yeah, it's uh, Merry, Merry Little Batman. So yeah. we're reading on to see what platform wants those right now. <laughs> but, but it's, uh, yeah. funny, you know. In case anyone here knows a little bit about the Warner Brother news, um, there has there there's been an article that was released so we can talk about it on the podcast uh there yeah. were a lot of direct to streaming movies that were greenlit but in the news of the recent merger with discovery uh a lot of these direct to streaming movies are now um in a new state which is uh shopped so yeah. <laughs> they're trying yeah. to sell the movies to other buyers mm. um and and you can find you can find articles so online about that so i'm actually on one of those movies bye bye bunny uh it's yeah. been announced it's being shopped and yeah. guillaume is on mayor little batman which has been announced and is also being shopped yeah. so <laughs> we are in the same yeah. so yeah. but um i'm i'm a board artist and guillaume is an art director um we have a little bit of time too so we can talk about what are directing yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I, I will definitely talk about that just to, to finish with the previous question yeah um, I think the Mary Little Batman when so I was freelancing actually when they reached out to me and and um, it was a time where actually I was kind of burned out by by you know my my work it was during the pandemic I was trying to figure it figure out what I was doing in LA and and I just left uh, uh, but guys, which is, was an awesome project, but I think I was at the end of my rope after a few years at Illumination, where I feel yeah. like I've learned so, so much, and I'm so grateful of my time, and I'm not saying this to you know, be nice, I really mean it, it makes sense now, but back then, I just felt like I was just trying to do what Eric Young was doing, and so I was the least confident I ever was, I was really just like, I just felt like I was doing a uh, less, ver- less good version of what Eric uh, could do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was very hard for me, very frustrating. I totally lost myself. Uh, mm-hmm. I totally lost, lost myself visually. I didn't know really what, you know, if I, if I could just work anywhere else because Eric work, uh, Eric, Eric's work is amazing, but it's, you know, it's really... It works really well at Illumination, and I felt like, you know, how am I gonna adapt to another company like like DreamWorks, which mm-hmm. is where I ended up going, and and I found that I was able to, you know, navigate your dream, your little yeah, studio's yeah, yeah, yeah. dream. It was so bittersweet though because I did it. I was like, my God, I went to go I went to uh, DreamWorks, and DreamWorks is amazing. I was just, I was just not there. I was, you know, I was just not mentally in the right place to fully accept uh yeah first of all to jump on on another project just like that and you know like um but anyway but still like amazing people i loved all the team i worked with and some of them were i, I was friends with before going there so um and um but anyway so so when when uh, warner reached out to me they talked to me about this project and i was like yeah how do you see these characters you know there's like two characters in the movie and uh, we want this and that specific style. Like, what, what's what's your take on it? And I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna do what I think can be fun for me. And mm-hmm. because at that time I was I was kind of officially taking a break from animation, um, and I just started doing a little bit of freelance here and there. And I was working on this other project that I loved, and I was so happy and I felt safe again that I was you know doing this job. 
So when they reached out to me, I was like, you know what? No, yeah, no, fuck it. I'm just gonna do what I think is is fun, and I did it, and, mm-hmm. and they liked it, and the, and so that's how we started a conversation about Meredith about Batman, and became uh, a movie that we're producing right now. Uh, mm. And so I do feel now much more liberated, but I need I needed to step away from 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 animation for just a few months and stop drawing. Yeah. And to realize that I missed it, and and quickly I was drawn by those artists that I almost forgot about. I'm like, that's what I really love. And then, uh, yeah, and then I, I, yeah, I just wanted to draw again. And, and now, you know, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget, and I get caught up in my old pattern. And I have to remind myself, like, yeah, yeah, you can, you can have fun with this, you know. Yeah. Did you just not really take any time off during your career? No, not really. I mean, I, I was, I was always either looking for a freelance job or, I was, yeah. I was, I'm really fortunate, honestly, because I, I, I always found jobs that you know, especially you know, I worked Disney, DreamWorks, Illumination. They all were, I, I always had great experience. I always worked with great people, and again, I'm not saying this to, to be nice to anybody. It's just. Uh, I had some terrible freelance experience, but it's mostly miscommunication or, you know, or, yeah. or, or me, definitely me. Like I did a bad job, but I felt really safe wherever I worked. I think it was just, you know, things life happen sometimes, and you just can't anymore. And it's you. You have to know what what you really want. And you know. but um, yeah, yeah I forgot what was your question. Um, I think you know. Let me just take a look at uh i think we i think you answered before what you find helps generate ideas when you have none Mm -hmm. i feel like we were kind of like talking about your inspiration and Mm -hmm. and your struggles so Mm -hmm. um and sometimes just taking a breather i kind of wanted to ask real fast uh Mm -hmm. another question i think the answer can be pretty short to that one even though it's a long question from one of our patron uh brother to drummer um our fans have really great mm-hmm. um usernames mm-hmm. when developing shows features aimed at younger children what sort of mindset and reference do you use do you hang out with kids to see what makes them laugh or do you just refer to existing data mm-hmm. or do you think of what tickled you when you were younger oh, that's funny uh no i just think about what tickles me as an adult i, yeah. I just i'm kid which is great and bad <laughs> but yeah uh, i again what i'm seeking is <clears throat> being like truthful to myself as much as i can and i'm saying this uh because i know that when i try to listen to somebody's voice too much i am very unhappy so of course you have to you know you think about when you work on a movie like like mary little batman for instance it's I think it's PG thirteen, but still it's like mostly for, you know, kids and young adults, I guess. Um mm-hmm. but I don't I'm not trying to think, oh what uh, at least me, I don't know about the director and the writers and stuff, but I don't think like, oh what makes kids laugh, you know? And like mm-hmm. what what what's fun for me right now? You yeah. Know, and what's mm-hmm. my voice in it? And I think that's how that's how you can be the most uh, unique in a way. 
you know, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say truthful more than unique. Because yeah, I'm not trying to be unique in detaching myself and the people look at me. It's really just like, how is it uh, a rewarding experience for me to, you know? Uh, yeah. And that, that that makes sense after you work a lot for other people and uh, where it, it becomes a task really and, and I'm trying to get away from feeling that I'm doing a task and I want like mm-hmm. you know part of something and yeah. does that does that answer the question I feel like <laughs> yeah no <laughs> I think that makes a lot yeah, of sense yeah. you're bas- yeah basically like you're you're just kind of going by your own mm-hmm. gut feeling mm-hmm. and you're more of a um you consider yourself to be a kid at heart so that makes a lot of sense yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Uh, we have um, a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. We have one from at Serene Zaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to know more about your character design process and how you go about building the scenes in your VizDev pieces. Um, okay. I have to do a little method acting and do as if I was, <laughs> as if I was doing it right now. Uh, so the process always starts with, like I was saying earlier, doubts. Like, okay, we need this uh, location, how do you see it? Fuck, like panic, okay, 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 okay. So usually what I do is... First step, panic. First step, a little <laughs> bit of panic. Well, actually, no, first step, I'm like, sure, okay, I'll do that later. You know, like, okay, I get the information, no judgment at all. Then a little bit of panic, like, and then I, really quickly, I just gather a reference a lot, uh, everywhere I can. References, references. Mm. You know, sometimes I don't need that much. I'm good for it. Sometimes I need, you know, this little thing that's going to take. Uh, it can be anything, you know, going back to what we were talking earlier. It can be an artist that I love. It can be, it can be anything, really. And, mm. But at some point, you have to dive into something and you have to hurt yourself and you have to. <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes there's no, there's, there's not one process, I think. Um, but, I guess the one pattern is that, you know, the one thing in common is no matter what you do, you have to do it. You have to jump and try. And then yeah. things are like, either ego takes over, it's like, what? It's so shitty. And then you do another one. And then, like, the, the battle starts, you know. Uh, and when when everything goes well, then there's a little, like, sparkle, like a little fun thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, can, I can play with that, you know. Uh, and you want to mm-hmm. see it finished. You're like, oh, I want to see, you know. Um, and yeah, and I, and I really do things differently when I'm doing characters versus when I'm doing DGs. But I've, I've, I think, like lately, I've, I've had more fun doing characters because this project of Batman is fun. But I mean, DGs are kind of fun to do too, actually. It really, it really depends. I'm, I'm realizing I kind of handle things the same way a little bit right now, but I always try to find a sense, like, and that's what I've learned with Eric, trying to find a story like trying to bring my own story in these images but i'm always trying yeah. to ask you know again i'm when i was working at disney and this is my own experience with disney i'm not trying to blame disney this is how i interpreted things but you know you're surrounded by all those amazing artists that have this amazing experience that worked with all those crazy movies you know and so there's something sacred you know in a way and when they tell you something it's like and of course, you're already starting in the wrong place. You're like, I'm never going to be able to do that. 
because they talk about that it's like how to like trying to be more unique trying to you know uh, create a story you know they, they have all the right keywords and the good intention and stuff but sometimes uh especially when you start you're like just trying to figure out your style and so you, you stick more about the shape itself than what's happening within the shape you know interesting yeah yeah which is what they, they push you to think about what's happening within the shape you know and uh and so i've learned that it make to me clicked and it make a lot of sense when i work with uh, eric and so that's that's what i'm trying to focus on right now the drawing as much as i can is you know pushing what's happening within the shape and like like when somebody sees it it's clear the intention of the drawing is clear and it doesn't have to say anything specific and unique and super original it can be super simple sometimes i realize that just putting a little a little you know tool to character can say so much and you know and it helped me on little batman actually because i applied that on it and i sold my characters every time i was you know i they asked me to create this, this new characters and i and they didn't ask for it but i put them in an environment you know and a very like rough environment it doesn't matter with very simple you know kind of like new yorker kind of stuff like it's really not i'm not comparing my work to new yorker but to the new yorker magazine but i'm just saying the idea is that just doing a very simple illustrated thing without trying to impress people visually even though yeah it's a little bit your style is way more comic uh, not comic book but um picture book-esque than uh like what i see a lot in animation you're yeah i mean you can definitely paint but you your shape design is closer to yeah, yeah. picture books more than like being mm -hmm. like a, a render um yeah i'm not i mean you know a, a render guy mm -hmm. like you you can render but yeah. your what is more <laughs> most striking is your yeah. uh shape language yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't i mean i'm terrible at uh you know what i have you know i have to do, do some jobs where they ask me to do textured stuff and I, I i i respect so much the artists that can do that and and i but you know i hope that i'll work on projects where i have to push artists to do that but i <laughs> i it's harder for me to find a sense of art artistry in that and and i'm not yeah. telling any story and so it's harder for me to but it's you know it's a personality thing it's okay um yeah, it's like it's more of a craft mm -hmm. thing. Like you're, you you've worked in visual development a lot, so it's more about it's. There's a lot more idea. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it's it's more in the idea mm -hmm. scene more than in the craftsmanship mm -hmm. scene. There is a lot of craftsmanship, but the craftsmanship is second to the idea. I would say. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't like. Yeah. I actually I was super. I had a huge lack lack of confidence sorry when i started because i was comparing myself to all those crazy artists uh mm -hmm. especially at disney again it's it's they're all like at their top of their game and what am i gonna bring to you know this what's <laughs> my so i think um i tried to do more like rendered stuff and and i remember i at the time i was at disney but i had some visa issues and I, so i tried to apply a little bit in other studios and I knew yeah. Disney wouldn't pay for another visa. Uh, oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I think they liked me, and they they were okay to keep me because they didn't they didn't have to go, they thought they didn't have to go through that again. But uh -huh. you have to really bring something like 
big value to the balance to spend money on a visa mm -hmm. because you get higher as much as uh, you know new you're you're an investment at this stage you're not like they don't know exactly how oh, to use you right. they like you you know they 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 see potential and stuff but it's they can still follow your work and you know re reach out to you if they feel like you could help them on which didn't happen to, to me at least but um yeah because it was still early for you you were still yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe like your your two of your career or something yeah yeah i was not definitely not like you know that valuable at all and but it's you know no problem with that uh but so i was like trying to apply i played at dreamworks and so like yeah your portfolio is nice but yeah we need like more we have to be able to do more render stuff because uh, you know, when you do VisDev, it's usually just at the beginning of the movie, but then if you want to stay on board, you have to, you know, it's just going to be easier for you to keep a job. And, stuff. and I tried that and, and I just realized how bad I was at, you know, rendering things. Uh, uh -huh. way. I, I, I'm a little bit more comfortable now, but still, I think I'm not, I'm not a great, great painter. And, and I'm, and I'm much more okay with that now. I know what my strengths are, what I'm comfortable doing, what I like to do, what I like to explore. Um, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, again, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I go with uh -huh. no, 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 that's great. I think that's uh, yeah. I think that answered the question, it was about your process. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now I have some trivia questions. Uh, you are free to not answer them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, wanna... but yeah, let's try. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from at uh, Peachy Corbin. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to know what percentage of the bad guys crew has watched Lupin the Third. Yeah. Was that do you, when you were on the movie? Do you remember that being a reference or not really? Oh yeah, 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 huge reference. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many people. Um, let me change color. How many people saw it? But uh, I'm not gonna draw as much, but I'm gonna do this. Love that. I love this. Ah! Uh, I mean, I love all of them, but specifically these guys. Awesome. For people listening on iTunes or Spotify, Guillaume was just like uh, <laughs> drawing arrows to the drawings like yeah. that he likes. Yeah. So he's noting my designs. That's, uh, listen, that's what that's what you, you one of the questions was uh, how is it to be an art director? That's what it is. You just point arrows at stuff <laughs> that don't work or work and <laughs> um nice. so, I love it. Yeah. Um, tell me again what you're. Yeah. Asking. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah. was a yeah. huge reference. So yeah, yeah. Lupin the Third was a huge reference, uh, for sure. Um, I I didn't watch it per se, but I you know when I was younger, I I watched enough that I knew about it. We watched some like little mm. sequences here and there. There's also uh, yeah. a big one was um, Ernest the Philistine. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, this one. I mean, all the everything that you know. That was close to Lupin the Third, like the early Miyazaki work, was mm -hmm. a big, big reference, and I think it's really obvious, especially at the. I don't know who saw the movie, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the beginning of the movie, there's like those crazy sequences, and you can feel the, the reference. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, I the animation in that movie is just so fun. Yeah. Um, another trivia question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> From at Tim Levang, yeah. is it true that they knew that they mm -hmm. made the wolf in the bad guys hot? Yeah, I yeah. have a so, laughing um, emoji. <laughs> so um, the way, uh, no, just kidding. No, wait. I mean, 
Actually, actually, probably yes, because <laughs> no, probably yes, but it was not like it, it, with loose terms because the idea was to make a heist movie. So of course, they're you know one of the references like the Ocean's Eleven, and he was the George Clooney, uh-huh. I guess you know. And oh yeah, so the re- reference was like we need a character that's kind of like George Clooney, so that hat that's kind of like suave, like smooth. Yeah, like yeah. charm. He's like a con man, yes, but he's a nice con. Like he's a charming character, you know. And so mm-hmm. you can call it hot if you want. And and it, it was yeah, it was part of the of the intention for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. I think your I think your take on the wolf is hot. I think you made you drew him hot. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Okay. With the shoulders. Yeah. Oh yeah. From <laughs> um, uh, I think there is like that last question. We, I mean, uh, let's see. I don't know if you know um, for that, but you know, let's ask us. Let's ask it anyway. Yeah. From at Stella Magic, mm-hmm. will there be a thing three, a bad guys two? Is there chemistry between Wolf and Diane? Thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> three, I don't think so. Uh, but I might be wrong because I've heard I've heard Garth the uh, Garth Jennings was the director of Sing One and Two. He originally comes from live action, like mm. he did uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's that was him. Yeah, that was him. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. He that. Wow, he did the son of Rumbo, I think I haven't seen this one. Um, but he did like he comes from live action, which and I can feel, when you see those movies, you can feel that. To me. And again, I'm not saying this because I worked on it, but I only worked on the first thing. It's mm. one of the best projects I was being part of. First of all, because they really allowed me. That's how Illumination hired me, actually, as a digital artist. They mm. pushed me to do my thing. It's the project after that I really could adapt to Eric style, but um, they really pushed me to do my thing, and I, I really enjoyed the experience. But anyway, uh, he's a director, and he can feel it. Like, mm. he... You can feel in the, in, you know, the way the camera moves, the way the storytelling, you know, just storytelling things. It's like you have to play with like five, six characters, and each of them are, I think, you know, have some kind of, uh, you can relate to them. You, 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 you like them, and it's really, really hard. You, you live, you know what I mean? Like you, you, yeah. You, I don't. It's a very emotional movie, and and when you have so many characters. Really hard to do. Uh, yeah, like a making of... a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making a character feel like um, like they're like they're real with like actual desires and wants and hopes and dreams, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And you can rely yeah. to them and you feel for them, and you know, um, it's not just a bunch of jo- a bunch of jokes putting together. You know, it's like mm-hmm. really, there's something he's trying to say, and, and it's simple. It's a simple movie. Visually, it's simple. Uh, doesn't mean it was hard. It was not hard, but it's it's just like the design again around like the most wow. Um, to me, that bothers me, like because I was part of conversations like this, like how to make it unique, how to make it. Uh, and this is something I I said that in other. I didn't do a lot of podcasts, but we talked about this, uh, and we haven't go towards mm. that a lot. But um, I think part of the reason why I uh, and again I don't remember the original question, but I, I'm gonna dive into this anyways. The the reason why I. Uh, I was burned out by, by what I was doing is because at some point I couldn't find a sense of um, just I, I didn't know why I was doing this job anymore because my style that what I've learned 
the, the language, the line I was using, you know, the way I was handling some textures and so didn't make any sense really because I was working on CG projects and eventually it would look like any other CG project, you know. Uh, mm. Recently, there's stuff more like, you know, Spider-Verse or, or bad guys, they kind of push a little bit more towards something a little bit different visually. Mm -hmm. But there's like the, the render thing, but there's also the language of the design and stuff. And in feature, at least, like in shows, TV shows, there's much more variety. It's, I feel like it's much more creative. Um, yeah, than it is in, I know what you mean. Yeah, there mm -hmm. is in mainstream studios because now we have this you know, pipeline that's been used for so long and everybody's trying to do like super realistic stuff. Uh, and it's always impressive visually, always. But it's mm -hmm. boring to me. I'm sorry to say this, but it's boring. Like I don't, like most of the movies, and I'm not going to point any movies, but Lately, most of the movies, you don't know where they're coming from. It could be True. DreamWorks, Netflix, I guess, uh, Disney. It, it's always the same, like eyes, the same shape, the same. Air. And uh, and it's it's to me it's it's depressing, you know. And I think yeah. it's part of the way things are moving creatively. Maybe we have to hit some kind of like wall, and and then somebody's gonna come and really. You know, but again, this like it's happening already. These few projects come here and there, and and I, I'm, I also know the the fact that you know you work for this big audience, so you have to play safe and you can't go too wild and crazy. And I get all of that. I respect all of that. But the facts are like as personally as a visitor artist, I I didn't feel inspired anymore. I didn't know really why. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're wondering why are you trying to push shapes and push design if at the end of the day it's gonna look yeah, like, like the previous or, movie that came exactly, out. Exactly, or mm -hmm. just the fact that um, it's it, 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 it remains a creative process, you know, it remains a creative adventure. So by that I mean, and again, it depends what you're looking for, but it's you, you, you're trying to create this project together. It's hard, you know, when you work on a feature, any any project, it's so hard to spend so much time on, on this one idea and then you push, 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 you go over and over and again. And so mm. it's an adventure and you want to discover that new world you're creating, you know, there's something so rewarding about, my God, that works. Uh, if I apply what I learned here, I don't know, I'm going to be nice, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, it, what, what, at least what draws me, it's, it's being part of an adventure and and what are we doing like we have a vision that's trying to push for this you know we have a vision just that i feel like lately there's you know the vision is just like let's do what's been done visually but let's try to create another story where there's going to be uh, i don't know like uh heart yeah heart, i know what you mean it's like it, and, uh, it feels yeah, it feels very much like there's a strong push for exploration, but at the end of the day, it's still a product. So it's kind of like exactly, exactly. finding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Like when you start a project, it, often yeah. the directors are excited about it, and they should be, and it's, it's super inspiring. And okay, we love this, we want that. I mean, that's going to be fresh. I think we can, we can tackle this way. I really want to push things this way. Sometimes we all know it's like a sequel or. And uh, we all know it's a job, and they're like, what's, what's about that movie that we can, you know, create a, a sense of identity? I think it's possible, and often that's the idea. That's why we're making a movie in the first place, is because we want to explore a world. We want to 
we have a message to deliver. We have to. Sometimes it is just about the message, you know. And and mm-hmm. I guess me, I have to yeah. work on accepting that too. It's not just pushing visually anything, not- you know. And and but I'm I'm okay with that. I like I like simple. It can be simple visually and impressive visually, and still have a strong message and a great message. Um, but yeah, after a few years of just, to me, I just felt like I was just hitting a wall, and and I and uh, and I hope I hope that um, I don't know things are gonna move towards a bit more risk uh, on the wall. <laughs> was my little yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. If, I don't. It doesn't seem like. <clears throat> There's a sync happening. I know Garth has his own project now. Uh, I don't know which mm. one they are, but yeah. Uh, bad guys too. I have no clue. I mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if there's one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it did really well. I I think it did really well from what I looked yeah, up yeah, online. Yeah, and DreamWorks is like in, you know, <clears throat> at least when I was mm-hmm. there, there they were like trying to re re. Um, how to say this? They're trying to, you know, find a new some kind of identity. A lot of there were a lot of change. Uh, they were rebought by some company. I don't know. It was like a lot of things, and they they needed content, you know, um, mm-hmm. and strong content. And I think Bad Guys is very fresh. Directed by a guy who did Go Brown. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get him on the show. I hope. Yeah. I haven't reached out yet, but I I'm gonna reach out, and I hope that mm. he'll be down to come on the show yeah. uh yeah and the connection between diane and, and wolf uh well uh, you tell me i mean it, it, i think there is one but i, I, I don't know where, where that's going yeah <laughs> i mean probably if you read the books i don't know yeah if anyone i don't think so yeah i don't know if anyone's like read the books yeah. uh i know like some from some other comments I saw online some people read the books before and they were excited to see mm-hmm. like the Easter eggs that were actually from the books and put into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe there's like more there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I saw some of it and I, I don't recall. I wonder, I think he's a character created for the movie, but I might be, I might be wrong. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, um, Guillaume. Thanks for mm-hmm. uh, coming on the show. Of course. That's the end of this creative block. Uh, thanks for being our guest and sharing your story. Yeah, um, Thank you. And thanks to your listeners. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. It's at Creative Block, Creative Without the Vowels, where we ask for drawing props and questions to ask our guests. Huge thanks to editor Clements for editing the podcast and Malik for helping us produce the show. If you love our show, then support us on Patreon. Becoming a patron gets you early access to interviews as well as bonus episodes. Click the link in the description of this episode. Um, You also get to ask questions early. Uh, There's uh, more little fun things that we get going on the Discord and everything. Um, I've been your host, V, keeping creative, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.